You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey, hey, Ambitious Mamas. Now, what if the next time you thought of doing something that was a little bit out of the norm, out of your comfort zone, that you decided to feel the fear and do it anyways? Well, our next guest definitely knows how to master her mindset. She is totally, I I wouldn't even say fearless. I think it's really a decision to commit and to own it and to not be afraid to fail or fall. Her name is Sasha Senior, and she is the owner of Bliss Skate Shop, a mom of two beautiful boys, and she is one badass skateboarder. So she is so cool, and I'm so excited for you to meet her. I realized just as a skateboarding mom, not a skateboarder yet, maybe that will happen one day, when I was watching my older son, Curtis, you know, drop in for the first time. I was seeing a lot of interesting things that were happening with his mindset and what needed to happen for him to succeed. And there were a lot of similarities between watching him and also watching some of the women that I'm mentoring in entrepreneurship. So I'm so excited for you guys to meet Sasha. She had me at hello the first time I met her and I was like, yes, her beautiful smile, her energy is contagious. So let's dive in and make sure you check out the show notes and go and follow Sasha, say hi, and don't forget to join us over in the community group on Facebook because there's so much content there, ladies. It's just bursting with value and that's totally free for you. The link is in the show notes. Talk to you guys soon. Enjoy. All right, we're live, Sasha. Cool. Okay, so I'm so happy to be here with um, with Sasha Senior, who I just met. And it's, uh, you know, the universe always has our back in terms of guiding us to the right people. And the other day I was at the skate park and I said to another skateboarder, I said, isn't there any like small like skate shops around rather than supporting the big ones? And he said, yeah, there's a mom owned business. And I said, what? How do I not know about this? So I have here Sasha Senior who owns Bliss Skate Shop in Windsor. And um, I mean, you've been in a lot of different publications recently, Sasha. Yeah, it's been busy. (laughs) can, Can we do a quick recap? Because your name seems to be getting out there in such a big way. Yeah, so um we've had a publish in BizX magazine. That was the very first one. And then uh we had a story in in Buy Blacks, Canada. That's online. That's an online forum. Um, geez, what else was there? I was on CTV News, Breakfast Television. We had a post um, by the Barracks. So if any skateboarders are listening, we actually got reposted a shop of the day by the Barracks Instagram page. Um, my name was actually listed in Thrasher Skateboarding Magazine. Yes. So that was huge. Uh, what else? Is, oh my gosh. I just did a CBC interview. I did a... Um, Another podcast with Sheila Cummings just last week. There's been a lot. <laughs> You're in demand. There's been a girl. lot of coverage. You're in demand. <laughs> and yeah. then I'm on a podcast episode. All right. So you are a busy mom of two little guys. You just opened up yes. your own shop. You work part time for the Canadian Armed Forces. I work full time. Full time. Yeah. 
Wow, you've got a lot on your plate. So talk about the ambitious mama. We think we have one right here. <laughs> so, you know, I was kind of bored. Like, like um, my boys, they, they visit their dad on the weekends and I, I was skateboarding a little bit, but at night I didn't really have anything to do. And I was like, I was kind of bored. So I just kind of started dabbling with the idea of, uh, of, I'm like, I need something to do. So I started dabbling with the idea of opening a skate shop. I think it's so amazing. So tell us about the journey. When did Bliss open? We opened March 20th, 2020. So <laughs> I always laugh at that because I'm pretty sure the next day, the like everything shut down, like the border shut down, all the stores shut down <laughs> and we opened the day before and then we had to shut down. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Something I love that you wrote in one of your Instagram posts that really, I was like, this is my kind of girl. Sasha and I, we just, we're going to be friends. I know it was you <laughs> talking about like plan A, B, C, D, like there, you know, there's always another plan. So obviously opening did not go as planned. How did you pivot? Like, how did you take that, like that first hit so hard? I kind of knew a little bit, maybe, maybe like a week before or maybe maybe two weeks before that you know something was coming down because we were getting stories in the news of like you know this many cases in Ontario now or this is happening now. so it's not like we didn't know but I didn't think that the businesses would close so as that was happening I was like okay I need another plan what am I going to do well I'm not just going to shut down okay I'll go online and I'll push for uh storefront pickups where no one's in the shop they just come by you're just grabbing your products and you're just driving you know you're just driving on your merry way so yeah and then when we closed down I was like all right I guess we're doing this so I started taking pictures of the products putting them um on our online shop and then uh and then just pushing on Instagram for people to call the shop call the shop go online you can't come in but you can still pick up or if you place an order over this much I'll actually deliver it to you because I was working a lot less too I was only working I think maybe two days, two days out of the week. So I had more time to focus on the business, which was, which was very beneficial to, uh, to, to the skate shop. So that's what we did. Yeah. I just kind of did everything online and, and just hoped for the best. Yeah. No, I actually see just from a business coaching perspective, I see a, a huge blessing that you had in that, that might, maybe in retrospect, but oftentimes brick and mortar businesses, they have kind of the intention of getting online in the online space and leveraging social, but the, like the time restraints are, are real when you're, you know, open all day long and you're running the store. So you kind of were forced into going the e-commerce social media route right from the beginning, but you seem to be doing really well with that already. Yes. So it was, it was very difficult to figure out how to run the e-commerce. Cause I've done door-to-door -door sales and I was like, all right, this is great. This is even easier. Cause people are going to be walking into the shop. I barely have to sell, do any kind of pitches cause they already want something or they want to see it. And then, so I try to do the online. I was like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? How do I set up these codes? How do I make my products sync to my, my terminal? It was just, it was very stressful. Um, but what made it easier was having an Instagram platform form before well before the shop opened yeah. and because of that that's what helped to um keep the business open during during covid during the beginning of the shutdown so i think i had the instagram page 
maybe mid-November, I want to say. Somewhere around this time last year, I started the page before the shop was, before there was anything for the, I don't even think we had a website. We may, Maybe I had a website, but it was under construction or something. I can't remember, but that's what helped it. Having that online presence before we, before we had an online shop. All right. So entrepreneurs take notes. Okay. Make sure you have your social presence. And that's huge. I think some people get really caught up on the website and, and it's, it's 2020, your website, yes, needs to be functioning, but it's a, a lot of it goes down on social, right. And a lot of selling goes down mm -hmm. on, on social, right. That's yes. really when they're going to your website, they've already made the decision that they're going to purchase typically, right. And you kind of already developed that rapport and that connection. And so I actually want to talk to you as a skateboarder, because what I've noticed as a mom, a skateboard mom, which I think is way cooler than being a hockey mom, no offense, hockey moms, <laughs> <laughs> but is what I've noticed is, you know, Curtis is, um, he's nine and he's been skateboarding just, just around when he was six. And um, the, it is such an underrated, or I guess, it, first of all, it's way harder than it looks. And mm -hmm. it's such a sport of, you know, mental, like you have to be on your mental game. Cause it's, it, it, what I've seen with Curtis is as soon as he doubts himself, he falls. Yep. Oh, and, yeah. I, and to me, like as an entrepreneur, I see so many correlations between the mindset piece in skateboarding and the mindset piece in being an entrepreneur. Does that resonate with you? Um, yes. Yeah, it does. It, uh, it's, I have to agree with what you said about it being like, kind of like a mind game. You have to really pump yourself up and, and be positive about your skateboarding and have confidence. That's the biggest thing, the confidence. Cause as soon as you doubt, the second you doubt, that's when, that's when you fall, that's when you fail. And when you, when you, when you don't commit, that's that's the biggest thing in skateboarding is committing. Everyone tell you, okay, you have the trick. It's right there. The rotation's right there, but you're not committing. Do you actually, are you trying to actually land that trick? Are you trying to do what you're saying you're trying to do? Commitment is the biggest thing. And and um, there's a lot of fear in skateboarding too, but yeah, it's a lot of positive self-talk and bringing it back to the business side. Um, there's, there's definitely a correlation with that. And with almost anything that you do, I think skateboarding can relate to that because it is, it's, it's all mental. It's all up here. And so, um, it's been very interesting and, and yeah, I've, I've had a little bit of doubts. You're always going to have doubts, mm -hmm. but then I just keep telling myself, remember why you started the business. Yeah. Remember why you started the business and don't worry. It's, it's going to get better. It's going to get better because my fear right now for, for bliss is, um, it's not really a fear. It's more of just a concern mm -hmm. is in December and, and January, February, March, when we have a little bit of snow or it's just too cold to skate, you know, how this, how much the sales are going to go down, but I'm like, it's going to be okay. Sasha, it's going to be fine. There's people who want to do Christmas shopping. It's going to be birthday gifts and all kinds like, don't even worry about that. It's fine. And in Windsor, it's considered the, uh, the Florida of, of Ontario. Right. So we sometimes <laughs> get snow. <laughs> we live in so, the most like, Southern points. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's a mental, it's a mental thing. Like you have to be confident about what you're doing and, and commit to what you're doing, because when you don't commit, 
that's when you that's when you get half the result that you want. And same with skateboarding. You don't commit to the trick, you're probably not gonna land it, you know? You might, sometimes you might, there's been situations where I do a trick and I was like, oh, wow, okay. And I land it and the board's under my feet. I was like, oh, all right. And it gives you a little bit of confidence, but you wanna have full confidence and full commitment to what you're doing in skateboarding or even in your business. And that's the thing that scares people because it's a risk, right? Yeah, I think you should write a book about like skateboarding and entrepreneurship and like tie them That'd together. be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. That's a good like, idea. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> even in business, like you you try something and it just it just hits. And like just like you said, the, the trick, you just landed it. But it's not because it just is a whim. It's it's like that, you know, the stories of like the overnight successes that are actually like 10 years in the making right? Because you failed so many times, you know, you've fallen so many times and you got back up. And I have to share like my biggest aha moment for this. And this is like, I'm so happy that we're having this conversation. We're going back like two, maybe two years ago at Tecumseh and Curtis was working on dropping in for the first time. And it's quite steep. You know what I'm talking about, right? And he was with a a beautiful human named Sai, who was, you know, just with him for like hours working on this, this drop in. And I was there, his dad was there and Sai was there. And we're just like, we're not going to give up till he gets it. Right. And he was just, he was just, you just get too scared. He got so Mm -hmm. scared. Like, and he wouldn't own it. Then he would just kind of like tumble down and, or he would just like not do it. And just like hours. Okay. And then finally I said, I just kind of was letting his dad and, and his skateboard coach take care of it because they seemed to have it under control, but it, it just wasn't happening. So I said, mm-hmm. if I interrupt for one second and I took him aside and I said, this time I want you to expect to fail and be okay with it. So be expect mm. to fall, but be okay with it. So, because, because falling actually is not that bad. You have on all the equipment. So yeah. It, if you know the worst case scenario, you can handle that. Like, I want you just to feel good and just to own it and just expect to fail and be okay with that. And he first time, boom, got nailed it. Everyone's awesome. I was like, what did you say to him? <laughs> I was like, I told him to try to fail, try to fall. And he's yeah. like, what? <laughs> that is, that is such good advice. That is such good advice. It's like, yeah, we're so like, before let's say if someone has that idea of starting a business they have all these what ifs so what if this doesn't happen and there's the risk in that and this and that and like you said just expect it just own it and expect it you there's gonna be times when you fail and it's okay and that's the same thing with skateboarding too especially when it comes to certain tricks where you you feel like you're just gonna fall on your face you know <laughs> for example a nose manual which is a trick you do where you balance the board on the two front wheels which is more difficult than doing it on the back wheels and uh with that trick, it's like, I don't know it very well yet, but one of the things that helped me learn it a bit better was it's like, Sasha, you're, you're going to fall. Okay. <laughs> just, just know that you're going to fall. It's probably going to hurt. But yeah. if you know that you're going to fall, you're probably going to do it better because you're already committing to the fact that you're going to fall. <laughs> so that's yeah. such great advice. That is such great advice. Yeah. And it's scary when you're up there on, on the quarter pipe trying to drop in. It's yeah. scary. I couldn't even imagine for a six-year-old because that thing probably seems humongous to him you know so yeah that's such good advice 
And it's scary for, for grown women to start a side hustle in their thirties or forties, you know, or a full blown business. That's scary. You know, they scared of judgment, scared of, you know, financial investment, scared of, mm-hmm. of what, just like what people are going to think or doing something outside their yes. zone, you know, all of that stuff. Right. So it's like, we got to face our fear and do it anyways. Uh, so you must be like crazy resilient from your work with the armed forces um, the Canadian Army, right? With yes. your as a skateboarder, now as an entrepreneur, as a single mom, you were saying of two, like you understand what grit is, what resilience is. And I think this is like the number one like success factor in life is just to be able to fall and get back up. Like, how can you speak to that a, a little bit in terms of like this time where uh, you know if anyone's still clinging on to what was there, it's going to be a really hard journey because I don't yeah. know who's not been affected by this pandemic. Um, yeah. Getting back up is, is important. That is, that is very important. That's one thing you do in skateboarding. And it's interesting because people who don't skateboard and they see someone fall, the first thing they do is laugh. That's what, that's usually the first reaction, but they don't understand how difficult it is to maybe have done that trick that someone's doing. And the best part about it is that we always get back up. And when we're very supportive of people who are like, very rarely have I come across a skateboarder who is, who is like, you know what, I'm done this. I'm not doing it anymore. It's usually just like, all right, let's just try this again. Let's try it again. And so um, that's the thing that you have to keep in mind with, with anything that you're doing, if it's positive for you. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Yeah. yeah, that's that's one thing that you have to keep doing if, if, if it's positive for you to get back up. And now um, one thing I always tell myself and I'll tell other people is, okay, the situation can be bad, but what's the best part of the situation? What, you know, you, you hear the saying, the cream of the crop right? And the cream always rises to the top. Okay. So in this huge situation, this huge pandemic, this, this pandemic that's affecting everybody in the world, in the entire world, what is the best thing that you can take out of that? Mm-hmm. Because it, it can always be worse, right? It can, that's one thing that, that, that they would tell us when I was doing my basic training. Hey, it can always be worse. Or I tell myself it can always be worse. So what's the best thing that you can take out of it right now? So for anyone who's feeling like down about it, you have to, you really have to count your blessings. And what that means is that look at all the positive things that you still have and, and count that as a blessing because there's, there's someone out there who lost their home because they weren't able to pay for their mortgage or their, or they weren't able to pay for their rent. There's someone else out there who probably lost family members who lost their job, who lost whatever, who lost their business because of that. But what's the best thing that they can take out of that? Or what is your situation? What is the best part of, of this, everything that's bad? What's the light at the end of the tunnel right now, right? Mm-hmm. We have to keep moving forward. We can't continue to look at the past and say, oh, I wish things would go back to normal because this is the normal right now. Look, I just got my passport today and I can't go anywhere. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, what's the, my thing is, well, I got my passport and it's good for 10 years. That's the best thing I could take out of the situation. Cause it's not going to be like this in 10 years. So I'm going to travel within the 10 years. So, you know, you, we gotta, we gotta find the cream. We gotta oh find my the cream. God. I see the videos of you skateboarding in Jamaica. So cool. What is your connection to Jamaica? 
Oh my gosh. So I, I, uh, I don't, I'm trying to remember how I even came across these guys. It was one of my friends from Detroit. He's, he's originally from Jamaica, but he lives in Detroit now. And he's like, yeah, Sasha, there's a skateboard scene out in Jamaica. I'm like, what? What are you telling me? There's a skate scene in Jamaica. He's like, yeah, here's the Instagram page. Go follow. <laughs> so I started following them. And then uh, the Jamaica Skateboard Federation messaged me. And then I just kind of got in contact via Instagram with all the guys out there, like this little tight circle out there. And they're like, yo, Sasha, we've been watching your videos. You're so sick. When are you coming to Jamaica? I'm like, oh, I'll probably come next year, which was this year. Like next year would, would have been this year. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, you know what? forget it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go in December of 2019. Yeah. And my grandma, my grandma goes every year. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll have somewhere to stay when I'm out there. And, um, I went out there and prior to me going, it was, I connected with them so much on Instagram that when I got there, it's like, I already knew everybody and it was just a big family. And I miss those guys so much. Cause it was just a, such a cool vibe. And it was just so much fun skating. And I never knew there was a skate scene in Jamaica, which is crazy to me because I'm like, duh, that makes sense. It's warm all year round. I'm sure they have some type of nicely smooth paved concrete somewhere that they can skate. This makes complete sense. Why didn't I ever think of that? So that's the connection there. But when I was going to fly down, I didn't want to go empty handed. So I started collecting some stuff and I asked people to donate some things. I ended up going down with maybe like six skateboard decks, two pairs of trucks, just a whole bunch of stuff that I was able to do like a small um, skateboard competition out there. And I just, we were just giving stuff away for free. And I ended up paying like an extra $200 to check my bag on the, on the plane. Yeah. So <laughs> on top of my $1,400 plane ticket that I booked in July for December. So uh, yeah, it, it was, it, it's, it's just been a big skateboard family ever since then. It's been fun. Oh, it's so amazing. I, I hope me and the boys can go with you to Jamaica one day. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going, I'm doing it. I'm doing a, a trip. I'm, I'm going to go in August of next year. So I'm opening the invitation to anybody who wants to come. The more, the merrier. It's oh, so fun. Amazing. I'll, I'll tell the boys, they'll get excited. <laughs> okay. So one last question before we wrap it up, I could talk to you for hours and I cannot wait for our play date coming up. Um, so what was the well, let's just say, why do you do what you do with Bliss specifically? What is your why? What is your driving force? I, you know, I didn't realize how much I love skateboarding until I stopped skateboarding, mm. which is weird. <laughs> I didn't know how much I enjoyed it and how much I had a passion for it until I stopped. And then I got back into skateboarding and I said, oh my gosh, I stepped on my board. I said, oh my gosh, I miss this so much. This is crazy. I miss this so much. And um, I had a conversation with a shop owner in Michigan and I realized that we don't have a skate shop, a local skate shop in Windsor. And I was like, why don't we have a local skate shop in Windsor? We need this. We need a skate shop in Windsor. We can't just be going to Zoomies and going across the border every time. Yeah. So it was the need, it was the need of having one in the community that drove me to wanting to do it. And that was, that was the like aha moment. So I sat, you've been to the shop. Mm -hmm. so across the street is the hurricanes is hurricanes plaza in the parking lot there so i sat in the car and i looked across the street at the window and it you know it was just the shop at the time and, and the low end logo was in there because they used to own it and i said sasha you can you can drive by this place every day thinking man i could have had a skate shop there or you can drive by saying i that's my skate shop i own that skate shop 
Yeah. And that was, that was my, uh, that was my, like, yep, I'm just going to dive in and do this. Cause I don't want, I don't want to drive by every, it's a great location. The rent is great and we need it in Windsor. And I'm like, I don't want to drive by every day. It's going to feel terrible. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to feel terrible. I want to feel good. Feel <laughs> so good. that was the moment. That's, that's, that's the reason. That's the reason I did it. I was like, we need it in Windsor and it's going to be good for the community. And I'm not doing it to make a huge profit off of it. I'm doing it to benefit others. Yeah. Well, you deserve to make a huge profit. <laughs> Thank you. So everyone goes. That'll check definitely out. come. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone go check out Bliss Skate Shop on Instagram and check out Sasha and send her love, share her Insta, and let's continue to just spread the word about all the great things that you're doing as a mom for our country for the skateboard community and locally and also even globally as a woman, as a woman yes. of color, like you are just, we're just so, I'm just so happy to know you. I'm so grateful to know you and to have you in our lives. So I'm here to support you and, um, and I'm sure there's thousands of other people who have your back. So thank you so much for being here, Sasha. Thank you. I had a good time. It's been good. Um, and I'm sure when we have the play day, we'll, we'll talk for hours. So it'll be great. Oh, I already have like tons of ideas for offline for us. <laughs> the wheels are that turning. Sounds good. That sounds All right. Good. Thank you so much, Sasha. I'm going to stop our recording right, now. Bye, everyone. Thanks okay. for tuning in. Hope you guys loved that episode as much as I enjoyed connecting with Sasha. I'm so excited for our upcoming play date. <laughs> now, if you haven't already, just another reminder, go ahead and join us in on Facebook for the after party. Just search Ambitious Mamas or the link is in the show notes. Talk to you guys soon.